0: So, it begins! Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to episode number 201 of the Best Linux Games Podcast! Being recorded for you on this actually quite glorious, uh, Saturday afternoon at, uh, uh, 1st of September, um, at 1115 AM Pacific Coast time, coast of the most, which, of course, for our sequel friends, the one true time date format people that make it a 2018 0901 at 11 uh, 16. Uh, all right, yeah, oh, crack, oh, there he is. I was about to say, where the fuck is it? Crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign, which is kind of a sign that we do not require this morning, because I have been working very hard on this episode of the podcast. Cheers, Ivor! First thing about this episode of the podcast, because it's it's episode 201, we're going to change a... we're going to turn over a whole new leaf. We're going to change... So, my friend, let's see the sweet beginning through to the bitter end. Anyway, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a big opportunity. I think it's a really cool thing. So, so the first thing we're going to do that, uh, you know, out with the old and with the new, breaking, breaking the format, as they say, is we're going to fire you, Ivor Molina. Yeah, you're fired. Okay, so now we have a huge show for you this week um, and I'm not kidding about being totally snockered right now, I mean I am I am pretty pretty much at the limit to where I would not even start recording a podcast today, because who knows what may happen, but truthfully my current condition is a reflection of the hard work that I have put in uh, researching our topic for this week. So anyway, let's get straight to our top stories. Um, no column this week because of clothes due to booze. Now no swims on mun. Um. So I hear you wonder. Well, you'd have to say it, because like, I'm not telepathic. So you have to say it. There you go! Now I hear you wonder. <laughs> I, I don't know what you wonder about. What is it? What are you wondering about? <laughs> anyway, okay. So, I know that you're wondering. Oh! spooky Sprite. What? What? Travails in and, and, um... Oh, God. I don't know. Hopeless... So crushing deprivations and um hardships have you undergone uh, for our our benefit because we love you spooky sprite we really do that's what I know that's what everyone's thinking right now because I am telepathic I lied but uh <laughs> this week we are clearing the decks again. Second week in a row, I think this is a first in the history of this show, clearing the decks twice, breaking the entire format twice in a row for the same topic. So we'll get to that like immediately. I wonder why you based him with it. Do you think? Oh my God! It's Bolivians, Bolivians, never gonna let me down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, spooky. Delivio! Our feature this week, similar as a follow-up to the massive fucking unbelievable earth-shattering news that happened to coincide with our 200th episode, uh that would specifically be the release of the beta of uh Steam and Valves uh Proton project, which is available inside of your normal Steam client just by going to uh clicking on Steam in the top left corner, you know, generally of your client, and then going to your options and then clicking on enable beta underneath the first tab. Let's see what that looks like. Um this is this was Earth Shattering News and it jumped on us pretty fast. Um because this as as we as we talked at length at some length last week, um yeah, it's under settings, uh Steam settings account and then underneath account it says beta participation. You want to jump in on that, and that will enable Proton for you. And Proton is a wine. A fork of wine designed to be a compatibility layer integrated directly into Steam that will allow you to run Windows games. It's still in beta. It doesn't work for all games. Which was, you know, what we were talking about. I mean, because it last week it was brand fucking spanking new. You know, hot out of the oven. And this is, you know, big. This is a big one. This is like this. I think I said last week that it's like the third biggest most momentous thing that's happened since the inception of this podcast um in terms of Linux and gaming news so that is why this week we are following up we have fucking whoa we've done Yeoman's work on this we're following up the big news of Proton last week with one week of Proton or my first picks from one week of Proton. Now, what does that mean? So, in the show blurb for last week's show, there's a link that takes you to a spreadsheet and also uh, gets you in touch with um, uh, a contributor form, a form, not a forum that allows you to submit reviews about how well Game X ran using Proton version X on your system, which you are allowed to just basically freeform describe. So, you know, Ubuntu, blah, 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 Mint 18, or, you know, fucking Elementary OS blah, 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 or Interagos, or Arch, you know, or, or, well anyway, Debian, you know, whatever the fuck you want. And then you can also list your kernel version, and then you can also uh, enter how well the game ran, if it ran at all, what major problems there were, blah, like, there's, like, a comment thing or whatever, if I remember correctly. Now, the reason why this is important and it was something I said last week in last week's episode just because Proton now is out in beta which is super unbelievably fucking exciting and unexpected it hit me out of left field, but you know then again, what the fuck do I know I'm just, you know I'm, gonna, I'm it's not like I do a podcast about this stuff or anything, you know, so it's not my fault didn't drop the ball, not seeing that coming I kind of did see it coming though because like, we, we've we talked a lot about wine over the last several months. Um, anyway, I did say last week that just because theoretically, there is now an integrated one click fucking easiest pie install, ostensibly possibly way to play your Windows the the license, the Windows games that you have licenses for pseudo-natively on your actual Linux box said do not go out and buy all all the Windows games that you've been waiting to play for forever because there are some problems principle of which is, it is kind of difficult, in fact it's 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 more hit than miss, but it is still, like, 70% versus 30% that any game that you will buy for Windows, at least that I've I've tried. I've spent, like, maybe $200 this week. That's what this episode is all about. I spent $200 on Windows software this week. Windows Windows games. To see if they ran under Proton. Um, And I tried to I tried to, you know, I I didn't do it in a very scientific way, but I did do it in a very thoughtful way. I I tried to do it in a very thoughtful way. Um, You'll see what I mean about that in a moment. So, the the biggest problem with this is that when you actually look at, like, let's say you just open up your Steam client and you want to play a new game, and you have played everything that is available for Linux, and you know that you have. Everything that, you know, you're interested in and that is good and that is available now. I have those weeks sometimes I've never been able to act on them act on that, you know base fucking first class you know, I'm a normal fucking citizen kind of impulse without the uh, commensurate amount of uh, retroactive and instantaneous fucking hate whips of lashing guilt even if I do buy the game, I, I still, I, I, just can't play it if it's not, you know, if it's not for Linux. Well, now I can. Now I can. So the big problem here is, let's say that, so, so, the scenario as described is occurring. And so you look at some Windows games that, like, you've heard a lot about, you know, lately, because, like, all oh, your friends or someone or you saw a commercial or, I don't know, you, you were, Shoving q tips up your asshole and they came out your eardrums out of both sides of your head at the same time. And they had those little bang your dead uh, flags that pop out of joke guns. And then they also said that um, you need to buy a Windows game. Okay. So, you know, something like that. Something along those lines. You know, something believable, you know, like that. Normal, like that. Sober, like that. and because you are now if you're on my side of this fence you are now basically 80% morally in the clear by by, by supporting actual Windows games instead of Linux games and we're not going to go back into that you can listen to last week's episode to, to hear just, you know, ruminations at great length about I mean, because there is a very there is a philosophical divide on that and it and it, it's one I can understand both sides of and it's one that I kind of live on both sides of which I know that, that sucks it's why I'm not like uh, what do they call it it's um, why I'm not telling you how to live your life that's what I'm trying to say I'm not trying to um, tell you what to do or what your decision should be Um, in terms of, in terms of this aspect of the discussion. So, anyway, you're now 80% in the clear. So, you want to buy a Windows game, which is now, it's like, you know, oh, we've, it's like when they legalized weed here in Vegas, um, you know, last year. It's like, oh, well, now I can just fucking go to a store and buy it, and, like, it's okay, and, like, they'll give me a receipt, and they won't have to smoke it with me or like watch me or I can take it home. And there's like a, there's a cop right there. And he's like, he's there to, he's there to protect the people selling me the weed. That's kind of how proton has felt for me in a lot of ways. Now, granted that is a, you know, kind of a cheap ass moral, um, shortcut it's kind of intentionally, willfully blinding yourself in some aspects to fundamental core convictions that you hold, but it's not anywhere near as bad as actually running Windows and buying games for Windows that you play on Windows this at least is technically I mean, if you're not technically minded though technically, it's running, for all that you know, it's actually running in Linux. And it is actually running in Linux. Although it is running in a customized wine wrapper. Which, when The Witcher 2 came out, that was a big fucking holy war. When people discovered it, I'm like, what do you mean you just discovered this? I thought it was like the biggest non-story on the face of the planet. The bigger story about that story was that The Witcher 2, even for all of its wine wrapping it's satanic wine wrappering, um, which, I, just, I, I I don't get it, man, like, I mean, you fire up MAME, MAME is not a fucking, you know, circuit board, it's not, you know what I mean, you don't own the arcade cabinet, you know, it's an emulator, uh, fuck you, I mean, you know, so if you want to get into a purity war about uh, bringing more games to Linux, anyway, that's, but that's not, anyway, I'm getting distracted here, and we have a lot to talk about, so I'm I'm sorry, I'm babbling, let's have some more whiskey, I'm sure that will help, I'm sure at the bottom of this glass, there is an answer, I'll be right back, hang on one moment, oh. answer, answer to what, I don't even know what you're talking about, so anyway, moving on, answer in the bottom of the glass, what the fuck are you talking about, no, I've just been to the bottom of the glass, there's no answer, said, ask again later. It said, refill and ask again later. So, the problem this potential consumer in this uh, meticulously crafted scenario who wants to buy a Windows game to play on their Linux box to either just to test Proton even or to test their rig and see how Proton interacts with the rig, or to see if that game actually works in Proton, Um, they are faced with a problem. Because they're, unlike, uh, because Proton is still in beta, and also because Steam and Valve are really, really not very good at rolling things out in a logical way that Anyway, you know, I'm not not going to try to beat up on Valve because they just fucking gave me every Windows game that I could ever want, more or less. Or at least, they've kind of underwritten the promise that there's like a 90% chance within like two years every game that I could ever want to have played will be available for Linux. Even though it was not coded for Linux. And you can hear all about, like, you know, the whole where I where I where I fall down in terms of uh, disincentivizing uh, de- further development for games for Linux versus having all of these titles that would never ever ever be ported by companies that would never ever port them to Linux ever ever. We're talking like Sam uh, Sega Namco etc You know, long list. People who just do not give a fuck about us, the one percent of Linux gamers. I think that that having access to those titles to say nothing of the fact that it gives developers a target to develop towards which is easy to meet cuz basically all the work is being done by Steam and Valve and their fork of wine which is called proton I right, I'm getting I'm getting confused here in terms of like I, because I'm actually now I've, <laughs> geez, I, I just realized I've like started three separate bullet points in in this talk so far and all three of them have gone exactly nowhere but they've all overlapped each other it's like a wicked weave of braid. anyway the problem with this person this hypothetical person who is you or me or anyone faces is that on the Steam Store pages for games that you want to buy uh, to play with Proton there is no like Proton rating on those Steam Store pages, which is why that link from last week's show blurb is so important Uh, if I think, if I remember to I will, I'll post it again in this week's show blurb um, because it, it shows you what work, what has worked, what has kind of worked, what has really not worked, and what has just will not work right now. Um, and what system it was tested on. And you can contribute to it, which is important. And the reason this is important is that, like I said, it's about 70, in my anecdotal experience, and we're going to go through some games here, and uh, we're, we're, Jesus Christ, we're 22 minutes into the fucking episode, and I haven't even set up The fundamental premise of the goddamn feature! Ivor, you're fired! Ivor, fire yourself, and then hire... hire yourself after you fire yourself two more times. Sorry about that, folks. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. This is fucking nuts. I mean, it's ponderous, man. It's fucking ponderous. So the problem is that there's 70%, I would say that in terms of my experience, over just one week, there's a 70% chance that any given game for Windows will run under Proton. Obviously, you don't want to go to, it, it skews way less, it skews more towards fail than succeed if you want to skew um, the number of titles that you're talking about testing, to, like, the most bleeding-edge, most recent titles ever available, you know, blah, 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 but, it does also skew in a weird way, like, it's it's almost spectramatic, because it doesn't seem to matter all that much how old, or new, or even graphically challenging, unless you're on AMD, because Jojo Kimon Kendall has had some problems, and he's a he's somewhat reticent to listen to my advice, which is okay, which is why I'm sending him one of my old video cards, an NVIDIA, um, the, my my old NVIDIA 1050Ti, uh, just so he doesn't have to worry and can try it and then see, like, the, the glory of, you know, NVIDIA instead of AMD if you're running Linux. Um, anyway, what was I trying to say there? Um, Oh yeah, so the problem is... It's not a problem. It's actually a, a cool thing for us as a podcast because we still are the best Linux games podcast. We only cover games that will run natively, pseudo-natively, or whatever, and at least in terms of like the user's and user's experience will run basically consistently with one click, just like a first-class citizen, you know, and it doesn't, it shouldn't really matter what distro, I mean, you know, anyone who's listening to this understands the fucking vast differences um, in terms of <laughs> in terms of you know, like, uh, in terms of Arch versus fucking, uh, Debian, I mean like, whoa, okay! Alright! And if you don't understand what I'm talking about you, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll learn over the next few years um So I have no shame in, in, in talking about this, especially because of the games that we have to talk about. Now, those of you who have listened to this show for any, for, I don't know, for at least like last two years at all, know that one of my favorite games of all time is Bayonetta. And I have constantly basically on average every other month for the last three years tried to get Bayonetta to run under wine in some form or another. Not happening. When I first enabled Proton last week, I mean literally eight days ago, seven days ago, something like that. Bayonetta wouldn't run. Same thing as with wine. It was just, it was, it was just bad. And then the next day, I I read about how you can set the advanced options to enable all games, regardless of whether or not they've been tested via Steam, like Steam's actual like you know vetting process for games um, that are compatible in beta format. You know, so it's it's a tenuous thread. There's a button that you can check that just enables any game that you have a license for you could try to install it and then you could try to play it and so I, I did that and I basically shit my pants because Bayonetta you can see this shit on the Twitch stream uh, twitch.tv slash Sprite s-k-o-o-k-i-e-s-p-r-i-t-e click on our video on demand section um, look at the highlights or just look at the clips Bayonetta has crashed... I, I probably played it, like, I don't know, 15 times now? Um. It has crashed three times? None of those three times have been before hitting a play time for that session of at least three hours. Um... I have not lost anything due to crashing. The performance is spectacular and the graphics are fantastic and the game is still the game that will explode your face off. Fly me to the moon. Let me play Among the Stars. I played 10 hours of Bayonetta in the last fucking 7 or 8 days alone. It's kind of amazing. Um... And it is, it really is, because your your controller will work at least on you know Mint eighteen dot three. That's what I have. Uh, I what, I'm four point. What kernel am I? I am. I could have, I just remembered I could have done this from the terminal. Uh, I am 4.15.0 33. I cannot tell you what a fucking amazing miracle it is to be able to play Bayonetta like this. It is as good or better than when I played it on uh, the PS uh, 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 Xbox 360 Mm. mmm I mean yes that was like 10 years ago but I've waited and waited and tried and tried and tried and now guess what bam it worked nothing to configure and for those of you who've never played Bayonetta who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about watch my Twitch stream after you go by Bayonetta, and then you can come come on Twitch with me and talk to me about how fucking unbelievable it is now that you've waited your whole life and now your face has finally exploded off your head by something this awesome, and how grateful you are for me informing you about the unstoppable fucking face-sploding awesomeness of Bayonetta. Everyone who's jumped on the live stream every time I've been live streaming it has been like, what the fuck game is this? I'm like, oh, you never, you, no, you never played Bayonetta. Oh, okay. Let me show you some things. And I am rusty as fuck. Uh, the game is uh, still just as amazing as ever. It, it's one of the best games ever made, literally one of the best games. I don't know if it's. <sighs> It'll take another ten years for me to decide if it's in my top five, but it's yeah, basically has to be in the top ten. It's the it's one of the most amazing. It's, it's an amazing game, and it runs great. Uh, for me, on Mint 18.3, your mileage may vary. Speaking of which, very popular game, second game in our list. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait, two, four. Yeah, seven games that we're going to talk about. And we could talk about hundreds more, but I am only one person. And these are. These are exactly games that I have played and how they have and how my experience with them has been our next game is a very popular game I see people fucking playing it all the time everyone that you can talk to who does not play this game or who has not yet played this game has a different opinion it seems like it's based off of whatever like you know whatever weird most recent uh, Steam review on the, on the game's store page has been, and that could be very positive, or it could be very negative, and it's absolutely polarized, it's almost 50-50, but I think that's because it doesn't reflect people who've actually been playing the game, or who have played the game at all yet, really, um, in general, I would say that there's like a, probably like a quarter- quarter dosage of mixed reviews for this title that, that you know, recent mixed reviews for this title, which is still in early access, but it's also incredibly popular and I know why, because I spent fucking, how many hours? I spent over four hours playing it today, when I was supposed or this morning, when I was supposed to be recording this fucking episode of the podcast before I got this drunk. I am talking about No Man's Sky. What is No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky is uh, a... Th- I'll, th- I'll give it to you really simply. If you've read the book or seen the movie adaptation uh, of uh book came out a couple years ago called The Martian, this game is like... It makes you feel like you are the botanist Martian guy. Like you are... It, it is space survival, it's procedurally generated MMORPG, pseudo-first-person, glorious graphics, um, far-flung sci-fi, um, bipedal-based transport, and, uh, uh, starship transport, with various different types of ships, and stuff like that, um, with, like, a Descent Free Space, uh, kind of... But... It's it's very, very, very amazing. I don't... Okay, now, this is not a review of this game. I've only played four hours of it, and it's an MMORPG. So, it... it the big question is, how well will this all wear out? Like, you know, because if, if we're gonna grind, you know, just like Project Gorgon. Project Gorgon is all about grinding. I will... I won't, I won't lie. I won't tell you that Project Gorgon isn't about fucking grinding and about, like, fucking figuring out your inventory and managing your money and trying to curry favor and and doing a lot of other things and then also doing quests all at the same time. If you call that grinding, then yeah, you're gonna kill a lot of fucking pigs. That's what happens in Project Gorgon. You're gonna kill a lot of fucking pigs. I don't care who the fuck you are. You're gonna kill a lot of fucking pigs. Um... So the best games that are like this cause No Man's Sky is not attempting to be a uh, EverQuest style Project G- slash Project Gorgon style um super open at least at first in terms of like you know super huge campaign that will consume the rest of your fucking life which is which is okay, by the way. I mean that's like you know that's kind of what an MMORPG is supposed to do. That's one of the great things about Project Gorgon. Is it had? It, I'm positive. I don't know how they how they're doing it, but they're injecting like mind numbing heroin chemicals and like crack cocaine and like PCP or like roofies. They're somehow making that come through the internet connection every time I play that game because like it turns me into a zombie, like, almost immediately, and I'm, 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 I, I, I'm playing music for my, uh, fruit for, you know, 45 minutes while I fucking fletch arrows. No Man's Sky is all that in a bag of chips, because the universe is procedurally generated, that means that every planet is procedurally generated and their locations are procedurally generated and so the end result is like this this MMORPG that is very, very heavily focused on not just uh, pseudo-realistic slash RPG-based uh, mechanics you know, inventory, resource gathering, um crafting, etc. but is also very, very, very much focused on providing a uh, pseudo-realistic analog to um, extreme science fiction-based survival space scenarios. Which is really cool. It does make the game... It took me two hours before I even understood anything about this fucking game. It's not that it's that that complicated. It's just that it doesn't do a very good job of, like... explaining things to you as you go. Which is kind of cool. Because the biggest thing is... eventually it doesn't matter if you're playing, I've, I've been playing just a local game, just because I'm trying to learn the game, you know, just to see the game, by the way, is spectacularly beautiful um, I mean, it's really really, really beautiful, and it's all procedurally generated, so it's like it's, it's a true sense of freedom, it's like, it's like the I told uh, my buddy Beardy J that No Man's Sky is like Starbound but in 3D in a lot of ways, it's very much like that Oh, and before I forget, I have to thank my buddy, uh, Snail Squatch. Snail Squatch, um, from the Twitch stream, and, like, this happened, this has happened to me, like, at least every other day for the last, you know, three weeks. I meet someone new, or, you know, um, uh, someone who I've only, like, you know, messaged with on a DM on Twitter or whatever, now we finally are interacting, that's what happens in the Twitch stream, it's really cool and, uh, we're going, that's the other news that I had, oh shit, I forgot Damn it, this was supposed to be in the top stories, we're gonna set up a perm, we're gonna set up a Discord channel that will be constantly available, because what I really want to be able to do, is when we stream I want to be able to just like, bam, you you are now, you know, so that you don't have to type and I don't have to read while I'm trying to play the game and talk and read at the same time. Anyway, so I'm very excited about that. Um, And Discord, you know, I mean, Discord's okay. Oh! Fuck! I totally forgot! This is all supposed to be in the top stories. God damn it. Many... One moment, we will continue with our feature uh, following this brief um, announcement that was unfortunately omitted from the top of the show. Big, big, huge fuck yous and you're gonna die, bitches! Go out to my good friends at uh, Linux Game Consortium uh, who kicked my fucking ass like a like 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 a little blind girl like a little blind girl getting eaten by huge wolves the size of Volkswagens dying face down in the snow over and over and over and over and over again Uh, Linux Game Consortium, LGC who you should all look up um they're good peeps over there and they're they're, they're really it looks like they, they might have the might really have the start of something pretty good it's they have a they, they do uh really um excellent gaming linux specifically linux gaming focused uh their front page blog role for that for that sort of stuff is generally like right as it happens one and two it's it's generally well written stuff. Um, and they're looking for contributors, I think. I, I didn't ask Um, when, we, when... I was too busy having my ass handed to me by someone who... I was drunk and I was stoned! But I got owned! It was pathetic! And I had to teach, I had to teach L.G.C. how to fucking play Tekken. I'm like, man, I've been drinking for like fucking 40 hours now, and I've had a lot of weed! So... You know, I think we'll be, you know, whatever. Okay, yeah, you want to be Eddie Gordo. Be Eddie Gordo, dude. You're gonna love him. Alright, yeah, yeah. And then they just owned me. They just fucking plastered the wall to me. All of this footage is available on our live stream. On, I mean, on our Video On Demand tab. Uh, on our Twitch stream. Twitch.tv slash Sprite. Um, and I, it, we, we were both live streaming us fighting each other. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. Oh, that's right. Oh, wait, no, that's actually our next. Anyway, but many, many thank yous to Snail Squatch, who three nights ago or whatever told me about No Man's Sky getting proton compatibility. Um, he was Johnny on the spot, and I'm sorry that I I missed him in the. He said that like he'd been. Um, on the live stream, like half a dozen times. He's like, been here like at least like three to five times or whatever. And you never talk to me. And I'm like, dude, I try to read everything. I'm sorry. And I do try to read everything. And I try to do it in real time, but it depends on how drunk and stoned I am. Okay. So, so yeah, thank you, Snail Squatch, for because No Man's Sky will run on Linux, at least Mint 18.3 uh, with Proton. On, at least on an NVIDIA based system I got a 1080 Ti um and it's 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 a game that should be played now there's a caveat, this is not a review a review will be coming probably within the next two weeks depends on how well the game shakes out in terms of you know my feelings but um as I play through it more uh, and then as I get online but um one caveat to No Man's Sky is I remember getting my copy. I can't remember when I bought my license for it. I did not buy it this week. I bought it several weeks ago, at least several weeks ago. But my copy, my license for No Man's Sky, I'm pretty sure was between 15 and $25. Unfortunately, right now, if you want to buy a copy of No Man's Sky... It is, oh hey, Dave95 Oh, anyway, he's he's playing Pinball Arcade. I want to go watch his stream now. But anyway, we have to finish the show. Right now, No Man's Sky, according to their store page on Steam as of right now it's 60 bucks. What I would encourage you if you are conflicted about whether or not you want to try to See if you like No Man's Sky. To say nothing of whether or not it will run on your machine, I would very much suggest that you either watch like maybe an hour of a lot of people playing the game. You can watch us play the game for significant significant amounts of time. We're but I'm just starting out, but they are pretty good. Like we've only really live streamed. Once I kind of realized how the suit worked and stuff, which is a big deal, and like how the environment was working against me on the planet, and and how not to just die constantly face down in the muck, and other things. But um, but if you don't watch us, that's okay. Uh, I would recommend watching of recent videos. I recommend watching about maybe 30 to 45 minutes of just just to see what the game looks like. You'll basically know within 10 minutes if you find a good stream that shows like the actual play mechanics, how everything works, you know, more or less. Um, Not without, I mean, whether or not they explain it doesn't matter. You just need to see what the, because it's a different type of game. It's a very different type of game. It's a roguelike MMORPG first person uh it's anyway it's it's a it's a good game so far it only grating thing is and why I say that you should watch videos from people who have been playing it very recently like time is of an issue is that there are people who kind of like when starbound Not when Starbound went from fucking early access to fucking full release, that was earth shattering because it took them like fucking twenty seven thousand years, and people had you know gotten all enamored and and loved and adored, you know, version beta alpha version X or beta version Z or this one or that one or whatever, and you know blah 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 blah, and so there were there were a lot there's a lot of negativity like, backlash that came from the actual community that helped build the game after, you know, after it went to full release, after it went to 1.0 and left Early Access, because they felt that you know, their favorite feature or their favorite, you know, whatever had not been buffed or nerfed or had been taken out or you know, whatever. And so, I thought that was interesting because it seems like that is kind of happening with No Man's Sky. And we've also seen I remember when ARC first came out, the first, first came out in early access. Um, that was a similar thing too. Uh but I was there at the start. I mean the very start. So like it took like five months before I ended up like looking at reviews again for ARC after I already, you know, ran a server for it and you know, blah, 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 blah. blah um, and I was really shocked, because I was like, whoa, man, it seems like a lot of people who have a lot, a lot of playtime, if they have a lot of playtime in the game in early access, and they write a really negative review that, you know, it's easy to stack the, it's easy to correlate those two data points, um, on a, on a graph, so my my big, my big, my big thing is, like, if you can get it for, like, 20 bucks, then absolutely you should buy it, this, this is not a review but if you're on the fence, also remember and if you don't want to just sit there and watch you know, a bunch, of, if you're not into watching people stream or like YouTube videos of other people playing games, which is a, a thing I can appreciate, sometimes I'm I'm very rarely in the mood to watch anything because I have to do it so often um, which is okay because it's, it's great, it's I love talking to you here on the podcast. Because, like, you know, you and me, buddy. Like, I don't know who you are. Well, I know who you are. You know who I am, too. Which is, I'm not even kidding. Um, which is why, like, this is such a cool thing. But it's only a one-way kind of thing. Twitch, you can have this whole interactive experience. Anyway, don't forget that Steam will still let you return games after you've played them. So even if you buy the game for 60 bucks, which I don't know if it's worth that yet. I am getting the sense that it probably is because it's 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 I'm enjoying it quite a bit, but it's it's hard and it's it's not perfect by any means, but uh runs great, looks great and it is pretty amazing. Um but even if it's not your cup of tea, you can play it for like ten hours or whatever, and still return it, and they'll give you a full fucking refund. Keep your ears peeled to this safe space station. Um, in further episodes for our final verdict on whether or not uh, No Man's Sky, even in early access, or is it still in. Yeah, whoa, no, it says it's not in early access anymore. No Man's Sky is not in Early Access anymore. I'm sorry, I, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people with, like, 20 hours... And none of these reviews are, like, very recent. And the game has been updated significantly over the last two weeks. Um, at least from... wait wait, Whoa, hang on. I retract that. Hang on. Oh, God, I'm drunk. I was just looking at the wrong tab. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Where the fuck? No, I want to see... Yeah, August 17th was update 1.57. And, yeah, anyway... They updated on August 7th, and they updated on August 17th, so development is proceeding apace with No Man's Sky. But anyway, thank you, Snail, again, to Snail Squatch. You're my buddy. You and Beardy J, man. Okay, so up next is we don't have to spend a lot of time. We only have like eight minutes left of the show, which means we have like five minutes left of the show, which means we're not going to get to any of the other games. Which is sad, which means we'll have to save this. We might have to make this a running segment. I'm serious, like literally, this would be a good segment because every week you, I find new things. Other game that is really good, already mentioned, Linux game uh, consortium kicked my ass in it, and I, I hadn't played in like fucking 13 years, but whatever. I I, had, I was more warmed up than he was, but I was way stoned. I, I hadn't slept in two days. I was so drunk. It was really bad. I'm not, I'm not saying that to make excuses for my shameful, shameful, shameful defeat. And there's no shame in the defeat. I was a good sportsman. He was really fun to play with. Um, and we had a blast just seeing that Linux to Linux via Proton for one of the best fighting games in the world first class unbelievable graphics fighting game ran just like it would on Windows I mean it was great we had we had almost no performance problems there was some weirdness with like the matchmaking system um but once we, we we got we figured it out or we got we once we got like hooked up it was great except for the fact that he just basically killed me this is Tekken seven so Tekken seven I think is like Forty or fifty bucks. Let's see. Yeah, it's fifty bucks. I would say Tekken seven. Right now, how many how many hours have I spent? Eleven hours since last time we spoke last week. I mean, this is a lot. Like, seriously, already we've already gone over fucking 40 hours, it's already a full-time job for me, spread across all these (laughs) games I'm not even kidding but anyway, um Tekken 7, this is not a review but Tekken 7 if you want a fighting game spend the 50 bucks by Tekken 7, especially if you have an NVIDIA if you have AMD, then you know, you should worry more about Proton if you have AMD but uh, anyway, so Tekken 7 was fantastic, and we even got we even got it to work, I played it online against anonymous opponents but what was cool was that uh, Linux Game Consortium and I managed to both of us running Proton on Linux boxes over the internet like, I think like a thousand like 1700 miles apart from each other, are able to play were able to play a lot of Tekken, all of which I got my ass handed to me and it was very bad, I was horrible I was t- I I wish I hadn't fired Ivor because I'm making play. That wasn't good! That wasn't good and you know me! I don't say nothing! That was horrible! <laughs> One of my favorite clips of all time. Um, okay, so that's Tekken 7. Um also featured prominently on the live stream as of over the last uh two three days ish has been Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I'm not going to go through the whole spiel about why GTA SA is the best Grand Theft Auto game that ever was made, and how every game subsequent to uh, GTA SA has been a reductionist step backwards that has diminished... The actual play mechanics and overall quality and all of the core uh merits of the originator more or less you know one of the one of the i mean it, it, it it's inarguable has to be the great originator for uh sandbox three d go anywhere do anything quote unquote well everything. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is one of those games where there is no quote unquote around go anywhere, do anything, be who you want to be, etc. There's no quote unquote around it in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Every other game, more and more layers of quotes. And it starts to look like fucking awk sushi. It's like fucking picket fences. Like it's like, you're, it's like you're drunk and you're like a dog leaning out of a fucking uh uh uh, uh Peter fucking truck cab and you're just like slobbering a pick of fizzles. they're all slight that's yeah that's how many quotes they at every game subsequent anyway we won't go into that but granted that Dondo San Andreas runs fantastically in proton um at 1080 uh 1920, 1080 um it there's a little bit of distortion because it's a very much older game, but it even supports that resolution in Pro. It's, it's good, it's good. I've had a crash on me, uh, twice out of four times playing it, but both of those times have been, well after, uh, two three hours of playing. I'm right around there, but it's it, it's it's not a, a it's. It, it's still in beta so like the, these crashes are basically all going to be aleatory for the most part until you know we'll see until what until 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 we see what happens not just with proton but with, also with like you know adding a couple of lines of code to your old game now all of a sudden you know that might cost you $5000 and take one guy you know, 18 hours during a weekend. That's an appealing thing to get at 1% of the overall gaming market, to get that extra 1%, $5,000 for 1% of a fucking multi-billion dollar market. That 1% is us. That 1% is us Linux gamers. So that is a compelling argument and one which is not a difficult technical challenge for them to meet. And it doesn't pre- doesn't present them with um uh what do you call it? A um uh, it doesn't place them in like a risky situation. It's it's a very kind of clear better defined sort of vision for, you know, anyway. Okay. So anyway, that's Grant that thought of San Andreas, which is fantastic. Um, I have not tried any other Grand Theft Autos. Um, I bought Grand Theft Auto uh, the collection, which like I think included San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto 3, and Vice City. Um, one weird thing about this game, though, is the only one I wanted though was San Andreas. The whole, all three of them came as a bundle because they did a midweek madness sale for um, Rockstar or like or Friday madness sale, something like that, um, yesterday or two days ago. Um, So I got all three of them for $9. I don't care about Grand Theft Auto 3. Um, I care about San Andreas. Weirdest thing is, though, in my Steam client, it has two entries for each of these games. One of them, so like there are two entries for Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. One of them has no executable or anything in it. The other one has all of it in it. So if you don't get it to run at first try, make sure that you've installed both of the duplicate ghost mirror fucking images of the weird ass fucking game that you're trying to play, the spooky ass game you're trying- CJ! My man! Grove Street for Life, Grove Street for Life Okay, so um Yeah, I guess that we'll, we'll close the show there We'll close it with just those four because those, those four will get you started We have three others, um, I'll tell you what they are right now but I'm not going to tell you anything about them one of the, and I'm not going to even explain why we picked them, okay, I will tell you why we picked them, I wanted to have games that crushed, in terms of graphics-wise, also in terms of features-wise, also in terms of gameplay-wise, so I want something old, something new, something, you know, so we have Bayonetta, that's old, Um, No Man's Sky, that is brand fucking new, at least in terms of, like, Linux, it's brand fucking new, Tekken 7 looks like it's brand fucking new, I mean, Tekken 7 is the most graphically, um, I mean, yeah, it's the most challenge, it's the most technically challenging display-wise game that you're gonna find, it runs great, even when I'm streaming on OBS, check out the videos, um, the guy playing it, uh, if it's me against LGC, that guy sucks, the guy who's playing against LGC is terrible, um, And I wanted something that was a real throwback classic that represented something that, like, Linux gamers have never been able to sink their teeth into, which would be a Grand Theft Auto game. And I'm not going to fucking recommend anyone play fucking Grand Theft Auto Five, even though I've beaten it, you know, whatever, when I had my Xbox One before I sold the whole thing and all my games for 200 bucks. Because there were, trust me, there were not that many games, and when they were there, it wasn't that good. But uh, anyway, so like, bam, boom, Shakalaka, we just got Grand Theft Auto running on your fucking Linux box with one click, your mom safe caliber, brainless install. Awesome, right? And that Grand Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is the best Grand Theft Auto game that they've ever made. Other ones have been prettier but all of them, for as prettier as they get, um, iteration by iteration, they are twice as stupid and small and bad and diminutive. They, they, they cheapen and demean and uh, uh, insult the intelligence um, of, of their fans, and they should be ashamed of themselves. And I, I'm not kidding. I say that to, I will say that again anytime any day any place anywhere to anyone. Oh, especially if I could just ooh yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk Rockstar. Let's talk. You got I I got I got some things to settle with you. You guys and uh, anyway. So the other three games that we were going to talk about this week, but we'll 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 see because uh, I'm sure that there's going to be three more. This is probably going to be a running seat, uh, running segment in the show. I think it might even replace the column. Having this kind of Windows gamer thing, like where I can tell you what I know, what I, what I know that actually works, or to what extent it works, is kind of a very valuable source. Because that that spreadsheet, it's a great spreadsheet, and you should contribute to it if you have the time. But you should look at it as well, um, it is a lot of games. It's a huge Google document, spreadsheet. Um, I mean, it's like almost impossible if you're even remotely stoned to open that thing up trying to contemplate or and or plan what game you want to buy tonight. Because you'll f- not only forget what game that you wanted to buy tonight, you'll forget why you're looking at all of just these names of games and, I mean, if you're even remotely stoned, it's very, it's it's a good, it's a good resource though, and uh, hopefully later uh, next week um, I'll have time to try to do a little bit of outreach to kind of help make at least a front end to that data set that doesn't make it like a fucking Chinese algebra SAT test Um if you're stoned. Cause like immediately it'll destroy your brain if you're stoned. You just get mesmerized and start reading I remember that one. That's a good game. Yeah, what was I doing? Oh look that one's yellow. Oh god Oh no oh oh wait no that's not the game I thought it was oh and yeah. Oh Yo, okay, alright, 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 so, it crashes some- oh, but wait, no, fuck, Oh no, there it is, that's the game, oh, but it's red, anyway, I, I would like to help out with that, or, or attempt to help out with that, or even just, I mean, anyway, the other three games, by the way, were Spelunky, which is a great game that is just you. There's nothing like it that is available for Linux. That's outside of Mame, um, and it's a, it's a, it's a great game. Uh, it's a great roguelike. I mean, it's like Indiana Jones meets uh, Pitfall meets uh, Load Runner, kind of. It's a great game, procedurally generated roguelike. Yeah. Next game we will talk about at greater length sometime in the near future. Is Sid Meier's Pirates the original? Um, not, 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 the very first Sid Meier. I think there was like a fucking VGA Sid Meier's Pirates, um, uh, like for the Amiga or Commodore or something like that, or maybe it was Tandy or uh, maybe it was a T1000 or like Apple IIe or something like that it was that, that era of computing. I think there was one. Of the, I'm talking about the the one that came out for the PlayStation One, which was a fantastic. Uh, it's one of the best. It's like maybe the best pirate game ever. I hate to say that. Swashbucklers, great. But ironically, the name of my game is the Swashbuckler. Anyway, never mind. Don't let's not talk about that. So Spelunky, Sid Meier's Pirates, which we'll talk about next week, and then there's just for like fucking puff piece ridiculous, just like kind of pseudo-triple-A-looking-esque title that is, I don't know if it's that good at all, but I also don't know if it's that bad, but I do know it's got lots and lots of splashy, flashy eye candy, and when I got it, it was not that expensive. Let's see. Oh, God, where are you? It's called War? Hang on, this is a three-word title, so follow me closely here. I'm going to try to enunciate even though through my drunkenness. It's called War, W A R Tech, T E C H space, Fighters, F-I-G-H-T-E-R-S. And it's kind of like a low budge, low budge, hey, I think this is porn kind of um rehashing of uh, Strike Suit Zero. Oh, I should see if Strike Suit Zero 2 works on Proton. But anyway, war tech fighters, let me look at the store page. There will be no links to anything this week because I'm I'm just too drunk. War Tech Fighters is 20 bucks. It is a mindless blast em up festival of kind of trashy textured pseudo uh cell shaded, but with like really bad material design, like really primitive type material design uh, for the servicing. Uh, I don't mean to insult these guys! The game looks great! It's... your giant mech. You can shoot things and it's like a, you know, two-thirds you know, demi-isometric uh, chase cam viewpoint in free space in your flying giant mech where you shoot things and you can also grab um, grab things and destroy them. Like, you know, planes or spaceships and stuff. Um, With, like, some RPG elements to it, but it's very much a standard uh, space shooter. But it is in 3D, and it it's not unfun. But I have only played, like, I don't know. Let's see how long. 30 minutes of it. Hey man, I've had a busy fucking week. And it's 20 bucks. So, you know, check out the videos of it, see if, you know, blah, and if you don't like it, you can return it. Which is so cool. Like if you don't like it, you can return it. Always remember, you can return it. I've never had Steam turn down a single item that I have ever attempted to return. I don't I don't return very many of anything because even games that suck that I don't talk about on this show, but they do buy and play, um, that run for Linux, or are trying to run on Linux, um, I refuse to return those games, because I refuse to punish those developers. I mean, unless the game is absolutely, I, I can think of one game off the top of my head, but that is one game out of four years, off the top of my head. I didn't even return, uh, black and white, or not black and white, uh, whatever the fuck the name of that game was. It was like our fourth episode. It was a terrible game. Anyway, cheers. Thanks for listening. Happy episode 201. Now we're over the hump and uh, yeah. Stay tuned for uh, Discord. Follow me on Twitter at VegasWriter V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R Be sure to check out the Twitch channel twitch.tv slash skookiesprite S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E one is Vegas Writer. That's the Twitter. That's the best way to get in touch with me. Like, just, you know, DM me on the Twitter. I get everything gets DM'd to me. Um. Eventually. Eventually. It depends. Yeah. But anyway, I, I check it all the time, and so, like, I see it more often than not, and it's a great blah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, stay tuned for the Discord. hit hit us up on the Twitch stream, uh, that's where you'll probably hear about the Discord. I have to figure out how I'm going to integrate the actual Discord, like, join us on the Discord thing here, into each video. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm really drunk. I've been having, bottom line is this feature, this episode, bottom line is, fucking Proton week one has been a massive, fucking unqualified, dick shitting, fucking rocking, mother licking, wicked pisser of a success, in my humble opinion. Cheers, many. Uh, once again, many thanks go out to uh, Snail Squatch, Beardy J, um, Marmalade, JoJo Jeff Jeffy Wise, all the friends of the show, and to you dear listener. Thank you. Thank you. Now go forth and play some fucking games like a first class citizen. You might be surprised at how good it feels. I have a whole list of titles that, you know, we'll be experimenting with. We're going to turn this into a segment. Anyway, cheers. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go, yada yada the four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada yada, yada four or five times